The ESPN San Antonio Audio Vault is powered by AA Best Bail Bonds. 210-225-2121. Or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Down for the count with Brandon Medina and Dan Cialata. San Antonio, San Antonio. Welcome one, welcome all. This is Down for the Count. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the greatest show in the world. That is right. This is Down for the Count. I'm Brandon Big Poppy Medina. That is the dangerous, the dangerous one. Dan C. Alana, how are you doing, brother? I'm doing okay, Brandon. I wouldn't say the best show, the greatest show. I like to undersell and also underdeliver. Fair I enough. like to do both. That's that's kind of my motto. Undersell, overperform. I understand. However, we are talking wrestling, the world of wrestling, the squared circle. We have a lot to get into. We had a moment that will stand the test of time with AEW and Chris Jericho and MJF. <laughs> we have hell in a cell you have hell on your radio station right now it's gonna be a beautiful show uh we also have a couple special guests as well dan where do we start where do we begin i don't know i I, i'm glad to have you back brandon we had a big show last week not the big show like paul white the big show right but on last week's show we had two uh, great wwe superstars we had braun Strowman. we also had wwe champion Drew McIntyre, and if you missed that show, you got to go get our podcast. Go to Twitter at DFTC Podcast. Check out that show. And by the way, and this is a true story because Pledger was there. In the first three minutes of the podcast, you can actually hear me literally, no joke, almost cry on the radio. I literally ran out of the studio. And not only did I run out of the studio, Brandon, when I came back, I was so frustrated that I said something on the air that I think may get us banned from ever having a WWE superstar on our show again. You got to go to our podcast, Down for the Count, at DFTC Podcast on Twitter. Listen to it. Okay, well, you listen. You don't want to miss it. We're not banned just yet, obviously. Not yet. Not yet. However, we've had uh, some shortcomings, as me and you have dealt with in personal lives, Dan. However, uh, you know, the, the, this show is all about humor. Sometimes we cross the boundaries a little bit, but sometimes... We get it just right, Dan, and I want to introduce somebody who we'd love to come onto the show, have a little three-way with. I'm sorry. Hey, man. now. Hey, now. Come on now. Come on now. However, a little triple threat action here. We got our man Nick Trey is in the building. What is going on, my brother? Welcome to Down for the Count once again. Dude's got to unmute himself. He just wants to stare at us because we're so damn sexy. I think that's what it is, honestly. You know That's what I mean? right. If you want to stare at Nick Trey, go to the uh, ESPN San Antonio Facebook page and stare at nick trey staring at us but apparently not talking all righty however get we have that a lot some headphones in. yeah we have a lot to get into now dan we have obviously we have the hell in a cell pay-per-view this is one of the most exciting times of the year truly for me at least i mean you look at hell in the cell and then right after that we're probably going to get survivor series is the build-up exactly what you're hoping for or is it falling a little bit short down when it comes to the matches that we're going to be seeing a hell in the cell okay brandon you know me i'm a wwe fanboy i love wwe uh but i will say this and i'm not trying to just be critical okay but i'm kind of wondering if hell in the cell is overplayed here's what i mean back in the day i'm gonna sound like grandpa here talking about the old days of wrestling but back in the day hell in the 
Cell wasn't its own pay-per-view. Back in the day, Hell in the Cell was a special event in terms of a rivalry. It's like, okay, we need we are fighting so much we cannot we cannot crush what we have, so we need to go into Hell in a Cell. So Hell in a Cell, if you remember, actually here's a good trivia question, uh, Brandon Medina, maybe Nick Trey, okay, hop okay. in here if your microphone works. What was the first ever WWE Hell in a Cell match? Was that Michael's Taker? That's right, Shawn Michaels, Heartbreak Kid versus The Undertaker. And that was not a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. That was actually a special match, a special Hell in a Cell match at a pay-per-view. Uh, so I think I got to be careful because I, I don't I always watch Hell in a Cell. It's fun, but I don't like it when it's gimmicky. I think Hell in a Cell should just be a special match whenever a rivalry just goes you know crazy. But OK, but I, I am going to enjoy it. Uh, you and I know both uh, you and I both were able to go to Hell in a Cell when it was here in San Antonio a couple years ago. That was fun. And everybody remembers Mick Foley uh, getting thrown off this Hell in a Cell. So it's going to be a fun pay-per-view. They painted the cell red for some reason. I guess they want to be the color of uh, blood and hell and everything. It's going to be a fun pay-per-view. I'm looking forward to it. Well, and to your point, Dan, I think, you know, you look at Hell in a Cell in the past, you're absolutely right. It was not a full-fledged pay-per-view. I mean, you look at the most prolific one with Undertaker and Mankind. Mankind going, you know, off the cell. Of course, we have the perfect JR call of all time. Um, that happened at a King of a Ring. So even that one was at a separate pay-per-view, um, much like even the TLC matches. You know what I mean? Now we have a TLC pay-per-view, whereas you yourself are at probably the greatest one um, in the Astral Dome at WrestleMania 17. However, there was other ones at SummerSlam. You know, there, there were special match types, not match pay-per-views. So I completely get you there. However, we've seen great matches at the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view. I mean, we saw the New Day and the Usos go at it. That was an awesome one. We've seen, um, you know, the, 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 the females when they first were coming into wrestling and going outside of the Divas and going into actual wrestlers. We saw Sasha Banks and Charlotte Flair. I think we've seen a lot of great matches come out of this pay-per-view as well, though. We have, and I'm actually looking forward to this Bailey versus Sasha Banks match. Uh, I was hoping that they would kind of extend the rivalry and have it actually you know, end up and finish off and do the blow off match at WrestleMania, but maybe they don't want to wait. So this is, I think either the third or fourth time that Sasha Banks has been in hell in a cell. So obviously she has a, an advantage and I believe she Sasha Banks was also in the very first women's hell in a cell match against Charlotte flair. And that's a good match to go, uh, go back and look at. So looking forward to Sasha and Bailey. And, uh, I don't know, maybe it's Sasha's time to finally take that, uh, SmackDown Women's Championship from Bailey. Bailey's had it, had it for almost more than a year, actually, now. So maybe it's Sasha Banks' time. It's a forgettable champion. I'll be honest with you. I, I'm not. I've, I've been talking about this for a, a long wait, hold time. On, wait, 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 wait. So Bailey is forgettable. Bailey is a hundred percent forgettable. No, champion. no, no. I, if if we were in studio together, I would I would slap you. I would. I would. I, would I mean, you know, like with my another. glove. With my glove, right, of course. Because no, Bailey has been the the uh, SmackDown Women's Champion for over a year. Way too long, right? Mm-hmm. Bailey has it was named the Pro Wrestling Illustrated's number one woman this year. Bailey's done a great job. She's Strong. kind of she's got you, you stop it, stop it, stop it. I love Bailey. Okay, I I I, I think she's cool. I like it. I, I think that. she's done a great job, and I I think even the, it was great that she got rid of that little girl kind of gimmick. You know, you and I we've talked last last week on the show. You know, if you do little girl stuff, uh, Chris Hansen shows up. Got to listen to the podcast. So I'm glad that Very Bailey true. is kind of an adult now. And I, I think it's, it's cool. 
Right. I mean, this is also coming from somebody. You're also an Iconics fan. They split them up pretty quickly. Uh, So that T-shirt right there is very vintage already as it stands. Oh, absolutely. Um, However, I want to bring in our buddy Nick Trey to see what his thoughts are on the upcoming Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. What are you thinking, brother? Are you excited for this at all? What's going on, guys? Uh, Actually, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm actually going for Sasha. Uh, I think she's going to upset Bailey. And I think it's time for her to get that championship herself, to be honest. But you're not you're not disrespecting Bailey like Brandon here, right? You don't think she's a waste of a champion, whatever you said. How disrespectful. If she's ever if Bailey is ever on her show, I'm gonna call you out. I'm gonna call uh, you out. I don't like her haircut. Well, that's minor. That's a my it's a minor change. However, I do think you're right. I think she doesn't have the look of a champion. I think her wrestling is not nearly as good as Sasha Banks. Um, I truly believe outside of Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair, we'll throw in Bailey there and Becky Lynch. Those are the four horsewomen. There's still a lot of competitors that I prefer over Bailey. But I think you're right. Sasha Banks, this is her time to shine. But the other matchup that I'm really excited about because it turned out to be a lot better than I was expecting. I still don't know if I'm buying into this whole uso roman reigns matchup however it was a lot more exciting last time dan is this still a match that you're looking forward to watching now it's going to hell in a cell i think so uh as you remember when the uh, uso versus roman reigns rivalry first started i thought it was kind of a waste of a match i thought it's gonna be a throwaway pay-per-view match to kind of introduce roman back after time off uh, but now i'm actually interested in the story i like the family aspect of it i like the idea of roman reigns saying i'm the head of the family and I'm going to keep you down because he's ultimately insecure. And hopefully, as, as you and I have talked about, hopefully this will lead to a match between Roman Reigns and The Rock at WrestleMania. Hopefully, hopefully The Rock will come back and say, no, 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 I am the alpha male of this Samoan family. But I do enjoy this Uso versus Roman Reigns thing. And maybe uh, I don't think there's any chance in hell that Uso wins against Roman Reigns. But I think they're going to beat the crap out of each other. And I'm all about that. What about you, Nick? Are you excited for this Uso-Roman Reigns matchup? Well, I tell you this. I'm I'm excited that Roman is finally the heel that I think everybody wanted him to be a long time ago. Uh, give us a reason to boo him. We've been booing him for a while. Uh, and I think he's going to be a better heel than he was a face, definitely. Um, but I do think that WrestleMania match with The Rock... Uh, I'm kind of anxious to see what happens there between the him and put him over or will the rock, you know, beat him at WrestleMania. We'll just have to wait and see. Dan, do you think there's a chance in hell, no chance in hell, maybe like Vince McMahon likes to say, do you think there's any chance whatsoever that the rock puts over Roman reigns on the grandest stage of them all? Uh, Maybe because the rock Dwayne Johnson seems actually like a really good person. So I can see people go, Oh, the rock's going to come in. He's going to kick his ass, you know, cause I, I kind of predicted that a couple minutes ago, but now that I think about it, like it doesn't help WWE or Roman reigns to have the rock win. So the rocks, if the rocks only going to be a part-time uh, wrestler, and this is all speculation. If he comes back for WrestleMania, I think the rock Dwayne Johnson will want to help his cousin Roman reigns by letting Roman beat him. If that match actually happens. Yeah. I mean, and that, that, that's a huge if, right? I mean, obviously we're going to be hopefully, maybe possibly in Hollywood for WrestleMania. Uh, but chances are, it's probably going to be happening there in Florida. 
um, because there's no way that we can speculatively believe that all of this is just going to be over and fans will be able to go to a venue. Um, however, with that being said, I agree with you. I think the rock is one of the few people that does what's best for business. Um, when you look at it, I think the rock definitely makes sense. I also saw that Cena taker was a possibility for this next WrestleMania. And I don't want to see Undertaker die in real life um, during a match. So I truly believe this is probably not the best because he went out pretty much on top this last time we saw how Goldberg, which we'll bring up a little bit later, uh, Goldberg, Literally, Dan, if you remember, almost ended the Undertaker's career as well as his own. Yeah, um, almost broke his neck. Yeah, so I think let's keep the legends in the legends category. Let's start pushing up these uh, these guys who really deserve it. And I think Roman Reigns is absolutely deserving of the limelight right now. I'm still not a fan of Jey Uso. I'm still not a fan of the Uso brothers. However, I think this is a lot more entertaining than we expected. We also have... Jeff Hardy, who's going to be in a match there. Hell in a Cell is going to be coming our way pretty soon. We got it next weekend, so it's definitely something. Or is it this weekend? Hell in a Cell is this weekend. It is this weekend. Listen, October's flying by. COVID is flying by. Show's flying by. The show's flying by. That's what I'm saying. So with that being said, we got Hell in a Cell this weekend. You got Hell on your radio right now. I hope you guys are enjoying it. ESPN San Antonio is going to keep bringing it back to you. This is Down for the Count. We are talking all things wrestling. Coming up, we got AEW, NXT, as well as a special guest that you do not want to miss. Keep it locked. 94.5 FM, 1250 AM, and on the go at ESPNSA.com. Beat up a Moxley, whatever we do, life is gonna be. We want we for my shadow and me. That was a wrestling show last night. And this is a wrestling show right now. Good it's down Christ. for the counts. Your ESPN San Antonio wrestling show. I'm Dangerous Dan Cialana here with my tag team partner, Brandon Big Poppy Medina. We also got Nick Trey from Energy 941 joining us. And back in the gorilla position, James Pledger. And that clip we just played right there. The beautiful show tunes reminds me of high school when I was more secure. In my back in the twenties, yeah, I understand. No, back in the nineties, the nineties were nineties were awesome. Back when I did musicals, back before I was afraid for my masculinity and precarious masculinity, all that patriarchy, all that crap. But that was last night on AEW Dynamite. Chris Jericho and NJF went to a steak dinner, and they got in a battle over who can have the most rare steak. It was probably a very phallic moment. But then they all of a sudden broke out into song. Uh, Brandon, what did you think of this? Look, at you hear the, the, you, you heard the smile in Dan Cialano's question already. Cause he knows this is absolutely basura. This no. is garbage. What? This does not belong. What's I bet this Nick was, liked it. I a hundred percent bet Nick. I, and I, bet, I bet pleasure <laughs> absolutely loved it as well, because this was a family guy portion of a show. Come to love this is all this was. It's, <laughs> This is exactly, I feel like the producers, a family guy hit up, you know, hit up AW was like, yo, we should do something in real life. And then not only that, Chris Jericho, who's in a legitimate band, 
sounded worse than MJF, who's a regular wrestler. They're going to fight a chicken next week. I think that's yeah, what's going to happen. I don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> however, the show was okay. This part just... I felt like I was watching something like, like Black Mirror or something. Like I was watching something <laughs> way different. But uh, I definitely think it was interesting. It got the internet absolutely buzzing. So it did its job. It got eyeballs. It was entertaining. I just don't understand why. That's all. I loved it. Did you like it, Nick? I loved it. You know, I loved it. I didn't understand why either, but I loved it. Uh, <laughs> I think it was, I think it was great for AEW. Uh it did what it, it was supposed to do, and that was to get everybody talking about it and kind of putting more eyes and ears on AEW. And I hope to see more of that stuff, to be honest. Every week. We, we need to have a new show tune every week. That's what we got to do. And listen, I'll be honest. I didn't look at any any zero of the internet reaction to this. So my reaction is not colored by wanting to fit in with internet uh, smarks, wrestling smarks or anything. I enjoyed it. I laughed out loud. Listen, is it any more ridiculous than WWE's Firefly Funhouse? Like, my, my wife and I were talking about it. My wife loved it. She thought it was entertaining. She thinks the Firefly Funhouse is stupid and not entertaining, but this actually took some talent. I thought Chris Jericho and MJF and those dancers, Stop I thought it. they did a great job. I want to see show tunes and dancing every single week on my AEW television. And James Pledger <laughs> agrees with me. I know. I can see it in his eyes. He loves James Pledger loves him some show tunes. I'm all about it, man. More Goodness show tunes. Listen, I don't, I don't need a full-fledged Hamilton production uh, when I'm trying to watch <laughs> wrestling. Uh, I don't understand. I mean, I, I get that it was entertaining. I understand that, right? I'm not, I'm not, you know, a guy that's, I'm not an older guy that's like, oh, where's the good old stuff? I'm just saying the show was going great. We're finally seeing, you know, Kenny Omega again. We're finally seeing the Lucha Brothers again. We're seeing people that we'd like to see, and then this happens, and it just kind of threw me for a loop. It's hard to really just come back from that, um, but I do think it was entertaining. I do want to say, though, the Firefly Funhouse absolutely is more creative than this, Dan. The fact that you no, even no. compared the two is outlandish because no. the Firefly Funhouse, when we first did the show, and I will happily go pull the receipts, Dan. When pull we it. first did the show, oh, you pull it. You were like, <laughs> oh, my God, the Firefly Funhouse is one of the most creative things we've seen. No, and now, no those are lies. Those are no, absolute no. facts. Sir. No, 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 no. Slander or libel, whatever it is on the radio. I don't know. Whatever it is back That's in okay. college. Anyways. Okay, no, listen. Okay. Uh, I, I said my wife thought it was stupid. I don't think Firefly Funhouse listen, is stupid. Listen, I heard I you call your ridiculous. wife stupid. I heard that. No, 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 what no, I'm no. saying is. No, 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 no. Oh, no, that's not no, what no, you no, said. No. Okay, no. I just want to make sure. Okay, Firefly Funhouse, I do find it entertaining, but it's kind of like – it's redundant and Firefly Funhouse is just sort of like throwing random things out there. It's just sort of like they, they just get like a random, it's like Mad Libs of, of WWE creative and they just grab random things and there's puppets. Whereas this uh, show tune thing they did last night in AEW, this took some talent. It took some Stop rehearsal. It, it took talent. Nick, it was great. Nick, Nick, give us, give us your honest reaction, Nick. Overall, Firefly Funhouse or show tunes with Chris Jericho and MJF? Oh, man, let's see. Well, the whole show tunes deal, like I said, I loved it. Um, I do – I mean, it took the guys to be, like, precise with with everything they did, doing it live from the moves, uh, the dancing, the coordination. Uh, I definitely think more effort went into the whole show tunes thing with MJF and Jericho uh, than what goes into the time put together for the Funhouse, definitely. 
This doesn't even make sense. This doesn't even make that's sense. That's two. That's two against one. Did James Pledger? Did you? Did you? I'm all weigh in about on this? it. You get me with the one, two, three, pen. <laughs> I'm in. Oh my goodness, Chris! You are outnumbered here, sir. This is this is awful. I feel like I should just walk away from this set as we speak. Yeah, okay, because Brandon, you are here with three men. <laughs> Who are very secure? Like we, we are secure enough in our masculinity. Nobody is saying that, Dan. It's that we can enjoy, we can enjoy show tunes and great dancing. <laughs> and you know, you know, I think next week they got to do it again. They got to bring Sunny Kiss in there, you know, to show some real dancing. <laughs> they got, oh, they got to turn it up. Now, now, see, now I'm tuning in. Now we're talking about because listen, Sunny Kiss got absolutely ruined by Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega yeah. came back. I don't understand how we're supposed to build up new characters when we. I squashed them on AEW, but overall, Dan, the show was good on AEW as it always has been. It was really, really good. I did enjoy it, and actually, one thing I always appreciate about AEW, besides show tunes, and when it actually comes to wrestling, AEW is really good at building up their pay per view because WWE, it's like there's a pay per view like every five days, which is cool because there's something to watch, but at the same time, the the pay per views can be kind of forgettable. Versus AEW, like. They build. It's like old school wrestling. They build for the pay-per-view. They make you wait for it. It's like wrestling edging. That's what that is. So I enjoy it. I love it. Google that. Incognito God, mode. We are going to get so fired. However, with us if we being didn't after here, last week, we're okay this week. With us being here right now, uh, you know, talking about edging. Uh, not edge the wrestler, by the way. However, um, <laughs> I don't know what he's into. However, I also think they do a really great job of having tournaments. It's something that AW really has done well is making that sports facet of of the the entertainment um, really be a focal point. Dan, we see records. Records actually kind of matter on AW. Uh, you're not going to get a title shot if you're like a new person. Um, so that's been cool. We see at least on the men's line. side. On the women's right. side, you can just show up and yeah, apparently show just up. challenge yeah. Sheeta out of nowhere. Yeah, that's how that happens. But I think. I think you're right. Also, AEW doesn't have a pay-per-view every month. It's like every other month or every two months, whatever. Yeah, every two or three months. Yeah, and I know, you know, you pirate them. I buy them. However, no, no, I bought the last I one. I do think you guys you know, didn't buy it. I do think that AEW has done a great job. You're absolutely correct. But now that we're moving gears into our next segment, when we come back, we're going to be talking NXT. Before we get there, though, Dan. Does it hurt a little bit to see NXT using the Halloween Havoc slogan and it's not WCW like you used to love? Yeah, sometimes I wish they could just leave things well enough alone. But, you know, hey, it's a gimmick. It's it's They're not making a pay-per-view out of it. If they just want to have like a fun, you know, one-off show called Halloween Havoc, whatever, that's, that's part of owning the rights. That's part of being a billionaire and having WCW in your hands. You can do whatever you want with the name. Did you ever watch Halloween Havoc back in the day, Dan? I didn't. Actually, uh, I, I I remember hearing about it, like with the spin the wheel, make a deal and all that stuff. And they had all these weird gimmicky matches. I think they actually had a, like an electric chair match. Be very popular here in Texas. Uh, but I never actually watched any of those shows. What about you, Nick? Did you ever watch those WCW Halloween Havocs back in the day? Actually, Halloween Havoc was my favorite pay-per-view that WCW put together. Um, and and I, I think it was just the decor uh, the time of year, WWE or WWF at the time wasn't doing anything. So October was just, you know, it was, it was open for anyone to put something together. And Halloween Havoc was there. I loved it. It was my favorite pay-per-view that WCW used to do. Yeah. And if you don't remember, Dan, actually one of the most premier, one of the most loved WCW matches actually happened 
at Halloween Havoc, and that's Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero, the young, young Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero. That was at Halloween Havoc. I believe that was 99, 98, something like that. Um, I was a very, very young little chiquirini, little Nessie over there. However, uh, that didn't that did happen. I know that for a fact. Uh, but with that going on, NXT is bringing it back. We are going to be excited. You have to spin the wheel, make a deal. That's going to be great. Obviously, me and Dan need to incorporate a spin the wheel deal type of something for our next show because we're going to be going on before Halloween time. So we need to make something happen, Dan, where we can spin our own type of wheel. I agree. I'll, I'll look for a wheel right now. I'll, we'll, we'll spin something. Hey, we're hey, we're spinning something, but one thing we're not spinning is money. So let's go, let's go to our breaks, and then we'll be right back. NXT talking NXT. We're have another special guest at the end of the segment. Also, Dan Cialana is going to be breaking us down all of our favorite Hell in the Cell memories that is happening this weekend. You do not want to miss it. Keep it locked. Ninety-four-five FM, twelve fifty AM, and on the go at ESPNSA.com/slash wrestling. Welcome back. Welcome back. A special right here, Down for the Counts. I'm Brandon Big Poppy Medina. That is Dangerous Dan Cialana. That is Dangerous Dan Cialana's theme song right there as he walks down to the ring in case you're not looking at us on Facebook Live. Uh, Dan, how are we doing, brother? And I mean, we're so close to Halloween. Yeah, you know, so close to Halloween. I can't wait to go spend time with lots of people, close distance, sharing food, hugging, kissing, being around everybody. There's no reason that we shouldn't. I look forward to it. Absolutely. Dan, what are you going to be for Halloween? Are you going to be um, a neurotic? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> anyway, Nick Trey is also in the movie. Nick, what are you planning on being for Halloween? Obviously, you have kids, so you got to okay. have some type of plan. I do have kids. And uh, actually, uh, dressing up my baby boy as a little Ghostbuster, so... Uh, Yes, I've gained about twenty pounds during this quarantine, so I'm probably gonna be stay puff mom. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. What do you? What it? Pleasure? What are we thinking for you, Pledge? What are we? What are we gonna be for Halloween? Well, I have narrowed it down to a couple of different things. Okay, I'm either gonna try and be the Green Arrow. Okay, Robin. Okay, or Nightwing. Okay, and I'm likely gonna end up at the Rupab uh, responsibly socially distanced Halloween party. There we go. Okay, I, I got, got it. it. I finally decided I'm going to be for Halloween. I'm going to be Jeffrey Tubin. Google that. He had a <laughs> Zoom meeting difficulty. Goodness. I absolutely think Dan Cialan and I should jump on this this Facebook Live next week dressed as the Road Warriors. That's just, I'm just putting it out there. I got to you know grow out mean? that handlebar goatee I think, again. I just think Dan Cialana, Dan Cialana has has the mohawk. Sometimes we've seen it. He's perfect for it. He, he can grow a beard like no other. I think Dan Cialana <laughs> and I should be the Road Warriors. I'll and if not, you. if not, I think, you know, we'll flip a coin. Macho Man, Miss Elizabeth. We'll figure it out. Anyways. So <clears throat> one suggestion, Dudley Brothers. There we go. There we go. The Dudley boys. That's what I'm talking about, Dan. Which one's going to be like the white one? Which one's going to be the black one? You're definitely going to be the white one, I think, just because okay. my, my video is always darker, it seems. Okay. Uh, so testify, Devon, I'm over here. So anyways, 
uh, whenever we got that, let's go talk a little bit. First of all, Dan, I don't know why you have to talk about color. Anyways, let's go. <laughs> let's go into. You don't Halloween. see color, I know. Let's go into Halloween Havoc. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this pay per view. Obviously, NXT is putting on a showcase that we don't normally get to see. It's something we haven't seen for a long time, Dan. We have Halloween Havoc making its return from the WCW days. Lots of good matches. Can you walk us through these stipulations, though? Because these are very odd choices and stipulations. This is great. Uh, okay, some of the stipulations for Halloween Havoc. Uh, basically, what you got to do, you guys spin a wheel, and these are going to be on the wheel. And then wherever the wheel lands, you have to do that in your match. So some of the stipulations are they'll have a coal miner's glove, uh, glove on a pole. Okay, I was wondering um, where you were going with that. Okay. Yeah, you know, a blindfold match, casket match, a chamber wow. of horrors. Okay. A biker's chain match, mm-hmm. buried alive match, a devil's playground match, a boiler room brawl, Shotzi's choice. I assume that's Shotzi Blackheart. Right. Um, weapons wild match. I guess a lot of weapons. A trick or street fight has to do with prostitutes, I guess. <laughs> and a TLS uh, tables, ladders, and scares. Oh, my. Tables, ladders, and scares, trick or street. These are all very corny ass names, Dan. Uh, I'll be honest with you. The whole thing is corny, but this it's great corny. Is is is, is corny. Um, however, the casket match is when I want to watch. The blindfold match is when I want to participate in. However, let's talk a little bit about these stipulations here. And where do we see them falling? What what is the best case scenario for the two matches we have on deck? which is Io Shirai, Candice LeRae for the NXT Women's Championship, and also Johnny Gargano and Damian Priest. So what are the best stipulations that we could possibly get for both matches, Dan Silana? Well, I know the uh, last night on uh, NXT, Johnny Gargano was concerned about the idea that he'll end up in a Buried Alive match. So I think that's kind of a kind of a giveaway that he's going to be in a Buried Alive match. Right. Um, that's going to be fun to see. I don't know. Any of these matches would be kind of cool, no matter yeah. what. Actually, before I ask that question, Dan, we're going to do a little roundtable discussion, if you don't mind, Mr. Dan Cialana. Sure. Do we truly believe that this is random? Nick, we'll start with you. Uh, no, I don't believe it's. I don't. I don't believe it was ever random, to be honest. Right. <laughs> Somebody in the back is like going to control it. It just stops all of a sudden. <laughs> it, just, yeah. like, it spins for like 15 <laughs> seconds, stops. Pleasure. Is this is are you still a believer or is this is this fate or is this a choice? Everything in wrestling is real, right? Yes. That's so what yeah, about. I'm about it, man. It's all real. Nothing's pre-staged or scripted go. out or p- plot lines uh, preconceived. This is all new and it's happening in the moment. I'm about it. I love it. Thank you, James Pledgeer. I appreciate the love that you give. Dan, are you are you with James Pledger? I know usually you're a WWE mark. I assume you yeah. would be. Okay, I liked I I know the matches are predetermined, okay? I'm not 12 years what? old. Wait, wait, yeah, wait, wait. I'm wait, sorry. Wait. What? I'm sorry. Yeah, it's wrestling. But I like to believe huh? that maybe they they actually the, the wheel spin for spin the wheel make a deal is actually real. And I want to believe in my heart. <laughs> you just heart. think they have it all planned. Any I, match yes, I think they happen. I think they practice all 30 <laughs> scenarios. <laughs> it takes spin? a year. <laughs> I, I think they're prepared for every scenario. Or maybe they just, you know, they record it. You know, they, they know which one they, they make for those poor wrestlers. What's probably what happens is when they spin it, they got to keep recording and doing the take over and over again until it gets to the damn match. That they, that they, you know, it probably takes three hours. Okay. Did we, okay. Spin it again. It looks surprised. So 
I don't know. It, it's part of the wrestling magic. I don't want to know. I don't want to know the truth. Right. It's like, you know, it's like when you go see a magic show, right? You watch Chris Angel and you say, hey, I don't want to know, you know, what the what the backing is. I understand. Dan. you want the surprise to still be there. You want yeah. the excitement to still be there, even though that, you know, and we almost guarantee a buried alive matches with Johnny Gargano will be in. What would you like to see, though, Dan, for Johnny Gargano, Damian Priest? We'll start with them first. What type of match type would lend its hand to be an awesome, unforgettable match for those two? I think buried alive. Okay, so you're you're rolling with what they're giving you already. You're just eating yeah. up all. Okay, so you're just taking what WWE is shoving in your mouth. You're saying delicious. Please, man. Praising. Okay, fair enough. However, Io Shirai, Candice LeRae. I know Dan, you were a huge fan of the bra and panty matches. That's not here anymore. What are we looking at stipulations wise that maybe can can Travesty. fill in the blank for you? Yeah, the bra and panties matches were not on my list here. I don't think they do those anymore. <laughs> so. Uh, Io Shirai and Candice LeRae, maybe they can do a boiler room brawl. Just have two women beat the crap out of each other in the no, back boiler room. room. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Dad. I, I am going to go with a trick or street fight. I want to know what this oh, because is. Because they're women? No, I just That's think sexist. I, I, I want to know what this is. I want a trick or street fight or a tables, ladders, and scares for any of them because I want to know what the difference is. Is there any difference <laughs> at all? Because... If it's tables, ladders, and scares, chairs should be disqualified. There should be no chairs. What are the scares? Yeah, what are like, the scares? That's yeah, what I want to like know. Someone in a sheet pops out and hits yeah, you with a chair. I don't know. Exactly. That's what I want to know. So with that being said, obviously, Halloween Havoc is now here. Uh, other NXT news, though, we we saw a, a surprise, an undisputed era surprise that really blew up the internet. Dan, do you want to talk a little bit about a, a certain celebrity that you were not a big fan of? but maybe now are a little bit more of a fan of now that we have him returning to NXT. Yeah. It's not that I have anything against Pat McAfee. It's that Pat McAfee is so irrelevant to my life and I'm irrelevant to his life too. To be, you know, to be fair and good on him that he's, he's getting involved in wrestling, but I don't know if Pat McAfee actually puts eyeballs on NXT TV. Disagree. Disagree. James, do you want to say something, Pledger? I know you you love Pat McAfee. Oh, you Pat say McAfee is awesome. I am all in. He is drawing my eyes to something I probably would have never have even caught radar of. There you go. There you go, Dan. Pat McAfee is drawing Pledger's eyes. Okay, but to be fair, I don't watch any other sports besides wrestling, so I don't even know who these people are. I don't know how the hell I got a job at this radio station, but... Oh, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, that makes sense. However, Nick, do you care about Pat McAfee at all? Is this something that has been on your radar? Or is it still one of those things where you're like, I guess whoever this guy is, just join in? Yeah, exactly. I, I completely forgot about the guy. He popped up in a black hoodie. I'm kind of like, who cares? I don't. Okay. Okay. So fair enough. However, obviously for those who listen to podcasts, which by the way, go hit us up on our podcast, five stars, leave a review, please. You can hit us up on Twitter at DFTC podcast and find us wherever you find podcasts. However, uh, when you talk about Pat McAfee, he has one of the biggest followings in podcasts on YouTube in sports. Uh, you know, he was there, uh, he helps out with Barstool here and there. He's basically an employee of WWE before he even started wrestling. Um, so the dude is living the dream. He had, he was a punter, made great money in the NFL. Now he gets to be a wrestler. The dude is just living the ultimate dream. If you ask me, Dan Cialano's not impressed. I'm a big fan. Halloween havoc is on the horizon. Now that is happening Halloween weekend. Correct, Dan. 
Halloween Havoc is actually going to be uh, on Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah, during it'll the be, week. It'll, right, it'll yeah. just replace the NXT uh, regular show. So that's going to be Wednesday, Halloween Havoc. And someone you should not replace is our show. I'm Dan Cialana. He's Brandon Big Poppy Medina, joined by Nick Trey from Energy 941. And, of course, James Pledger back at the gorilla position. This is Down for the Count on 1250 ESPN San Antonio, 94.5 FM. And on the go at ESPNSA.com slash wrestling. It is down for the count, your ESPN San Antonio wrestling show. I'm Dangerous Dan Cialana. we got a full house here. I'm here with my tag team partner, Brandon Big Poppy Medina. we got Nick Trey from Energy 94.1 and, of course, back in the gorilla position. I don't know why I can't say that. Whatever position he's in, James Pledger. And I think we got someone very special on the phone right now, James Pledger. She is the NWA World Women's Champion, Thunder Rosa. How you doing tonight? Good, man. Good. It's been a, it's been a minute since I've been uh, talking to y'all. I, I guess the like, last time I was I was in in studio, and when we were normal people. I know. I think I actually caused the pandemic. I'm sorry. So everybody, Thunder Rosa has had a bad year, except you. I think you've had the best year ever in in 2020. Uh, AEW pay per view, NWA champion. You're doing this uh, Mission Pro Wrestling, these great events here, all women's. And on November 6th, you got a big event up in Buda, Texas. It's called yeah. the Tournament Out of Hell. Tell us about what you got going on there. Well, we got all these women from different parts of the country coming into uh, Buda, Texas, and we're gonna be on this tournament. We're gonna uh, we're gonna see who's gonna go and um, face each other for the championship in December 11. So we're super excited because this is like the first time that we do this, um, and um, I'm just excited for you guys to see the new talent that we're gonna bring because some of these girls, like nobody has really seen them, and they're so talented that um, that uh, you're just gonna be like blown away. I'm super excited. Yeah, I think we're super excited too, Thunderosa. I mean, this is Brandon Medina. I know I didn't get to meet you last time. I was out one of the very few times, and uh, I always talk to Dan about it. However, we'll see each other soon once everything kind of goes back to normal, I'm sure. But with that being said, you know, you talked about these the, these women who are absolutely talented, and we're seeing that more and more in wrestling. And speaking of that, you yourself obviously are a very, very talented wrestler. And being that you just ranked in the number 14th spot on PWI, is, is that something that you take into consideration? Is that something that you think about? Or is that just kind of another award that goes on the back burner? Listen, man, I don't need no um, ranking to tell me how good or, like, my worth. I know my worth. I know I'm, like, a great talent. I know I'm a great athlete. I know that I'm hungry. And, you know, as you sh- as just, just to show 2020 was not a year that, you know, you can be like, yeah, bro, like, I did all this stuff, like, Nothing is going to stop me for people to realize that this Mexican-American girl who has a dream to become somebody will become somebody with or without championship. Just watch. This is, this is the year that is just, like, it's, it's moving me and it's making me, like, realize the importance of all the work that I've done for the last six years. And that I'm representing not only, you know, my heritage, Mexican-American, but also representing Texas. And one thing that a lot of people know about Texans is that we work hard. And there's nobody else in this, in this world, in this business that, that works harder than, than I do. 
Let me now, Thunder Rosa, the last time we talked to you, it was right before you were about to go to that AEW pay-per-view. And I asked you about backstage, what was going on, and you called me a chismoso and uh, said I was doing <laughs> gossip. But I want to ask you about this match you had with Kirishita. Because there was one point in the match where you kicked out of the Falcon Arrow after the one count. And the look on your face after that one count, you looked like you got away with murder. Was there any kind of heat for doing that, or is that just wrestling? It was wrestling, brother. Storytelling, baby. Storytelling. Storytelling, baby. <laughs> well, tell us a story about, you got Mission Pro Wrestling. We actually talked to Alex Gracia a couple weeks ago, and Alex Gracia was uh, actually going to be at your Mission Pro show. So, like, what is special about Alex and all these other people you got at Mission Pro Wrestling? You know, I, I've known Alex for, for a minute now. Uh, I actually met her before she, she became a wrestler. She was training to be a wrestler, and I noticed that she was very talented and that she was very apt athletic and i was like hey girl you gotta push yourself i know you're gonna go far and a lot of times you know when girls are pretty and stuff like they get um kind of like stereotyped to just be pretty and and they can't really work but i i knew that she had the drive she just had the drive that i had like i saw in her eyes and i was just like, don't let anybody stop you so ever since i met her i always be like my door is open for you and and, and anything you need i'm here for you like i want her to be i want her to feel supported and she's done so much on her own just to put her name out there. And uh, she works really hard, and, and, um, and I'm really proud of her. Um, she, I know she has a bright future, and she works hard. Like, I just saw her yesterday. We were training at, at the dog pound uh, with Jazz and Rodney Mac. And, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, a, like the godmother. She's nice when she wants to be nice, but I'm also very, very – I have very high expectations from, for her. So, you know, I don't let her – I don't let her slack at all. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of high expectations, obviously, you know, you brought your A game to AEW where we all got to see you face Ikarushita. What are kind of the plans for 2021 for you? Are there, is there any plans with, you know, future AEW plans, NWA plans? What are the plans for you going into 2021? I'm just going to keep it straight. The plan is to take over Texas and to take over the world. And I'm not talking about, you know, with AEW or NWA. I'm talking about with Mission Pro Wrestling, man. I, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to announce something really cool that has never been done before. And we're just going to make history just like we're doing with Mission Pro Wrestling by having the first ever run show by females. We're going to take over. We're going to make a statement in the wrestling business. And this is just the beginning, man. I'm so excited when I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this with full of passion and, and full of everything. And on top of that, I'm also um, I'm going to make the official announcement because I haven't made it. I'm actually getting ready for a fight, an MMA fight. So I will be training my ass off in December, January, and February because the plan is to uh, to fight in February, uh, late February, March. Now, anyone who follows you, Thunder Rosa, on social media sees you're always uh, working, always fighting, always training. Uh, how do you stay motivated during all this stuff going on? How do you not let it get, get you down? Because a lot of people, I think, are feeling down, feeling uh, despair. How do you keep going during all this time? I just remember it's my future, man. Like I can't, I can't allow circumstances that I'm outside of my, my, uh, my control to to derail me from um, from what I'm doing and from like the goals that I had set for myself and for my family. Uh, I mean, as we saw wrestling, the, the wrestling business changed, music business changed, and everything. We have to adapt and learn how to adapt to that. Um, so it is very important that I stay focused and that I keep all those around me focus too because we have to uplift each other and that's like like i said when we created 
we re- revamped Mission Pro Wrestling. That was one thing that I was like very, very strong about. That I, all the girls, like seeing them, like they were struggling. We're all struggling with money and financially. So just give them an opportunity to work, um, and however I can, you know, just just for us to feel like we we're valued and and we have something going on. So um, yes, dude. Like there's, I'm I'm not gonna lie. There's days that I'm like, why am I even doing this for? When I go in training MMA, I'm like, dude, I suck at this. Like, why do I keep doing it? But I remember at the end of the day. I don't want to have regrets of things that I didn't do, that I didn't push myself enough, enough or that I, um, or I see other people doing it, and I'm like, man, I could have done that too. So I don't want to do that. I started late on the business, but you know, I'm telling you, there's I have so much determination and so much passion and so much fire, and 2020 just like ignited it even more. I don't want anybody to tell me I can't. Nobody but myself. You know, the only one who's gonna stop me is myself. Nobody else. So. Not even COVID, man. Not even Not COVID. Even COVID. So. Screw COVID. <laughs> All right. We only got a couple more minutes left with the NWA World Women's Champion, Thunder Rosa. And speaking of championships, unfortunately, because of all the COVID stuff, you had to relinquish your Japanese princess yeah. championship. So sorry, yeah. about, sorry about that. Uh, if, if I remember correctly, that was a nice smelling belt, too. We, I think we got yeah. to sniff that belt. So uh, yeah. any plans on going back to Japan? You have to wait till next year? Or how's that going to work for your Japanese title? Well, I'm just waiting for uh, some of the situation with COVID to uh, open up, like the doors for for us to like be safe to follow the country. And I am a number one contender to whoever wins that championship. Whoever wins the championship, she's gonna get in butt with. I'm telling you, like I'm coming with everything. If if I was aggressive before, mm, mm, COVID made Damn. me more aggressive. Watch out. She's the NWA Women's World Champion. She's about to beat the crap out of someone in February 2021 MMA. Check that out. Thunder Rosa, thank you so much for joining us tonight on Down for the Count. Thank you, guys. I love you guys. I love San Antonio. I love Texas. Have a good night. You too. Thank you. Thunder Rosa. Wow. Did I work out? You I think you did. Stand. Okay, I didn't mark out that much. No, 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 not not that I much. Didn't see you I didn't like, so hey, so uh, hi. Yeah, I think How I think the doing? butterflies usually are flying, and we can see you put filters on yourself whenever you're talking to her. However, this one, I did feel sad that she didn't remember the last time I talked to her. Right, I do think she forgot. Unforgettable. This is like this is like it seems like you know <laughs> this is a two way street, right? But you are really driving down, you know, both both hey, ways sometimes. Sometimes in a relationship, you got to put more effort. You got to put more effort. Hey, listen. I hey, listen. Be, be, I, I don't want anyone to take this the wrong way. Like, she's cool. Like, she, oh, she's very generous with podcasters, radio shows. She goes on so many people's radio shows. Thunder no, Rosa yeah. is a good person. She, go, she, uh, she takes time for fans, takes time for shows, even obscure shows no one's ever heard of. She does it. So she's, uh, she's a good person. I'm glad uh, that she, she's one of our friends. Yeah, all jokes aside, she's an absolute class act. She's obviously going to be a huge, huge addition to any show that continues to add her. We saw AEW. That was one of the best segments, one of the best matches we've seen on AEW. She is a contender anywhere she goes. I think that's super exciting, all the stuff she has planned for 2021. We want to see more females in wrestling dominate and become uh, pop culture icons and also household names. So that's always great to see. Now, with that being said, Dan, we don't have much time. We have about a minute. But with Hell in a Cell coming this weekend, Dan, real quick, 15, 20 seconds, most memorable Hell in a Cell match or moment. What was it, Dan? That's not Mankind Undertaker. 
Oh, I think Sasha Banks uh, almost not being able to uh, do her match, being carried away on a stretcher, but then ripping off her neck brace and fighting Charlotte Flair anyway. That's one. That's my favorite besides Mick Foley. And I'm so okay. excited that I spit. And what about what about you, Nick? Real quick. <clears throat> well, actually, man, I, I don't know if I can you know remember any great ones besides the ones with Undertaker. And specifically, one with Shawn Michaels in '97. Uh, that's when Kane premiered. And uh, I believe Chokeslam, The Undertaker, and he debuted. Wow. I forgot about that one. That was a classic. I agree. I also think the one that the one that I love is the Shawn Michaels uh, referee one where it was Taker Triple H. That was another really good one at WrestleMania. There's been amazing ones. I was there when Shane McMahon got thrown off or when he jumped off, wasn't thrown off uh, at WrestleMania. So lots of classic matches. Hell in a Cell is this weekend. This is down for the count. Go hit us up at DFTC Podcast. I'm Brandon Medina. That is Dangerous Dan Cialana. And that's the bottom line. On Twitter at DFTC Podcast.